I'm going to give a talk and it's a kind of a melange. It will be a talk with uh, some contemplation and some uh, meditative uh, instruction. So asking you to look into your direct experience. So, um, uh, and the, the topic is uh, the, the four elements. The four elements is an instruction, a teaching that, that uh, the Buddha gave in the Satipatthana Sutta, the four applications of mindfulness. And uh, it, it's a teaching that is intended to point out um, or intended to kind of um, help us to break through this way of thinking of uh, that somehow I'm a solid thing and I exist in a space um, that somehow uh, I have a, some kind of a permanent um, static nature. And um, yeah, this whole sense of inside and outside and, um, and really to, to understand that, uh, that really the, the elements are in flow, in flux, and, um, and there's uh, an in and an out, and, um, and there's really no essential difference uh, between the inner and the outer um, reality of the body. Uh, the four elements is a very ancient system of understanding what are the uh, building blocks of everything that make everything. Uh, it's, uh, it's not what we use today. We, we understand uh, elements made up of um, subatomic particles and, and, um, and atoms and molecules. And, um, and the chemical elements of the periodic chart. Uh, so so it's, not, it's, it's not a framework that we hear and it's, um, but it's, it's actually a very helpful framework uh, for a spiritual reflection to, to, to think about, to consider and to, and to feel into uh, how are we in, relationship in interdependence with everything. So, um, and the Buddha said um, that, uh, that, that uh, somebody who's doing this practice of the four applications of mindfulness reviews the body and um, and says, you know, and reflects in this body, there are the earth element, the water element, the fire element, and the air element. And, and he, and one views the body internally. So we kind of look into the body and reflect um, inside the body. And we also uh, reflect uh, the words are actually contemplating the body as a body internally 
or and contemplating the body as a body externally and contemplating the body as a body both internally and externally so it's like okay i look inside myself or what i call myself i look around me and then i look at both and i think hmm uh what's the relationship So these elements are understood um, both as qualities. So we say the earth element. So we're talking about, you know, the earth and the objects. They, so they, they're, they're, um, it's a, I'm, I'm searching for a word. Um, the earth, you know, the earth is the earth, and 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 so there's that word earth element, and also it had there are qualities that we look for that pervade uh, throughout all different forms and manifestations. So, um, for example, hardness. So, that's a characteristic of the earth element. It has hardness. It has resistance. It has stiffness, it has form. And so when we think of um, the earth, we think of stones, we think of, well, let's, let's go in the body first. So the earth element in the body, most, most uh, preeminently are the bones. The bones are uh, the hardest part of the body and the teeth. So we can feel that, we can feel the teeth, we can feel uh, how hard they are, and um, and and we know that they're they're made up of minerals. They're made up of um, different different uh, elements that are found, or different parts parts of the earth, uh, chemicals, minerals, and so on. Uh, calcium, um, magnesium, and uh, and all of these elements that give hardness to the bones and the teeth. And, and the body itself, to a certain extent, has a certain form and a certain degree of resistance. Um, you know, if you push somebody, they're gonna move. So, so there's that resistance um, as an object. Um, and, um, And the fire element, um, so no, I'm, I'm gonna continue with the earth element, I'm sorry. Uh, so uh, yeah, so, so, so just uh, take a moment to feel, to feel into the body and feel how the bones give shape to the body um, and, and how food from the earth uh, so we're, when we're eating, we're eating largely the earth element, also water is, is in food, but just looking at, you know, eating an apple, it has form, uh, the minerals from the apple uh, go in and, and uh, build the, the bones and the muscles and so on. 
Um, so, uh, so just just think about for a moment, um, maybe something that you ate for lunch today. Uh, maybe an apple, maybe a, um, a piece of bread or some rice. Comes from the earth. Uh, it's it's the the, the uh, it's created. It uh, from its form come comes from the earth, from seeds and so on. So, at what point is that? piece of food, you know, imagine holding a piece of food, at what point is it me and at what point is it not me? You know, so just kind of doing a little reflection. Um, it's, uh, I put it in my mouth, I chew it, I swallow it. Uh, it goes into the cells of my body and um, is broken down in various ways. And, um, and builds up nutrients to my body and what is not used is excreted. So, so that flow of the earth into my body, and of course cells are rebuilt continuously, they die, they're rebuilt. And, um, and so that earth element is flowing through me all the time. And, and we can also um, reflect on where do some of those um, elements come from? You know, some of the heavy uh, elements, for example, are made in the birth of stars. Um, so uh, a supernova millions, billions of years ago. And so moving through space, landing on Earth, being incorporated into our food, we eat the food. And so, so it connects us, this body um, is vast. This body, the connections, the interdependencies of this body is vast. So reflecting on this element of solidity, the shape of this body, how it changes, grows, it changes shape, changes shape as we age. Think of mountains and hills, the, the way mountains are formed and canyons and valleys and trees. So the earth element takes shape, the earth, earth element changes internally and externally. And and tables and chairs and, and a bell made out of different metals taken from the earth. So just reflecting on the earth element internally and externally. Second element is water and um, and the characteristics of water are uh, liquidity, uh, wetness, and cohesion. Cohesion in that um, it it helps things to 
uh, cohere. Um, so, for example, if you put if you put uh, water in dry earth, it forms mud. If you put water in in uh, or a liquid in flour, it uh, it forms a dough, and you can mix it in and and make it into a smooth um, cohesive substance. The the water element, we can feel it in the mouth. Um, we can feel it, the liquid in the eyes. We can be aware of it in, in the blood, in the softness of our, of our muscles um, because all the cells contain water and water is somewhere between 70 and 80% of the body or 60 to 60 to 80, I've heard different, different uh, percentages, but um, a lot. Uh, the blood carries the nutrients and oxygen to the cells. So again, um, just contemplating drinking a glass of water. You know, I remember that was one of the first uh, teachings, um, early teachings that Matt Flickstein gave, you know, he, he held up a glass of water and he said, you know, is this me? Yeah. How is it me? And then when I excrete, is it me? This whole sense of the body being me, mine, uh, somehow it belongs to me. That this, this radical interdependency of, with everything that is, So urine, tears, sweat, blood. And we can think of the rain, the, the rivers, the ocean, lakes, uh, the water that is saturating the earth, um, internally and externally. It's, these are, uh, there's no real dividing line between the water that is around us and the water that is within us. And the fire element. Mm. Fire element is uh, temperature. So you could feel the temperature, either the presence or absence of heat. Um, and, uh, and, and also fire element is uh, transformation. So fire burns and uh, transforms, transforms wood into heat uh, and uh, carbon and um, and the, the the fire element that we experience in the body, the heat that we experience in the body is 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 from the sun because uh, the the plants have very um, 
in a very brilliant and very uh, quite quite remarkable way, um, devised a way to turn the the energy from the sun into um, through through um, oh what's the word uh, you know chlorophyll photosynthesis <laughs> uh, yeah through photosynthesis uh, have ha have been able to turn that this into um, sugars which we then uh, eat it's part of the food that we eat and it breaks down in our body and it returns back to uh, the heat and the energy from the sun. It, it heats up our bodies from the inside. So, um, so as we digest it, so uh, yeah, so, so fire. So we can feel the fire element in the body on the surface. Maybe it feels cooler. Um, we can feel the fire element element in the body in the core, it might feel warmer. Uh, and, um, and so if we, if we don't have food, um, we can't heat the body. And, uh, you know, and it's one of the reasons why the, the body breaks down uh, without food. Um, and of course, also a fire element is is involved in the aging of the body. So the, the body uh, gets dried out, uh, and um, and so you know that's that's part of the transformative um, uh, characteristic of of the fire. So fire, we look around externally, uh, we see the sun. Uh, we see um, um, you know of course um, all the different ways that that uh, we have captured the energy from the sun in um, in burning fuels, um, putting too much carbon back into the atmosphere. So um, so the fire element, is present internally and externally. And so, um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it, it just breaks down our sense of somehow I'm separate from this world around me, you know, that, um, that I'm being fed from the sun. The sun is feeding me through um, the, the intermediary, intermediary uh, action of, um, of plants, which, which allow me to, to feed from the energy of the sun. It's amazing. And then the, the other uh, element, the fourth element is the air element. And the air element is characterized by motion, by vibration, oscillation. And so, um, of course, the breathing in, breathing out. I mean, this is one of the first things that we notice as we begin to collect our attention 
in the breath is that uh, we're breathing in and we're breathing out. And so as we breathe in, we're breathing in from the so-called external environment. And as we breathe out, we're breathing uh, and, and we're, we're taking in the oxygen. And of course it's, it's, it's part of the whole process of digestion and helps fire the, uh, the digestion of the food and um, breathing out the carbon, carbon dioxide. And, and plants and animals are in a, this relationship of mutuality, breathing in oxygen that the trees breathe out and the plants and breathing out carbon dioxide that the trees and plants breathe in. This continual flow of life. And sometimes um, a fifth element is named um, in this system of the four elements, we kind of put space in with air, but um, in other, at other times in the discourses, the Buddha names space as a separate element. Um, and so, um, so space is, uh, is all around us. Um, and, uh, and we don't really notice it, but it's, it's within the body as well. There are spaces within the body, um, in the stomach, spaces that can be filled uh, with food, spaces for food to pass through. And, um, and what's more, we know uh, from, from uh, physics that most of the body and most of everything really is space, is empty space. And so we are, we are really just, uh, you know, 99.999% or more uh, to space with particles moving around and um, form, forming different kinds of bonds, which create a sense of solidity. But really, uh, space is mostly what, what there is. It's mostly nothing. Um, the space between the atomic nucleus and the electron is just vast. Mostly everything is energy. You know, uh, it's not, I'm, I don't claim to understand uh, subatomic physics, um, but, um, but we know that you know, even particles, you know, it's very mysterious whether, you know, a, a, a light is a particle or is a, uh, a wave, 
it depends on how we look. Um, and, and so that's quite interesting because how we look also, the Buddha said that consciousness is involved in creating the world. We look, we, we see, or we know, or we experience, and the world comes into being in consciousness. And so in some way, there's a parallel there that, that, um, that the world is emerging in consciousness um, out of something that is not really formed, but our perception forms it, makes forms out of it. So, so just going back to earth, water, fire, and air. The Buddha named them in, in a kind of an order, like of um, a descending order of how essential they are for our lives. So uh, we, we can maybe live without food for a few weeks. People have done it, a couple of weeks anyway. Uh, we can live without water for a few days. We can live without fire, without heat. It depends you know, on the circumstance, but maybe for a few hours and our body goes into thermal um, shock. And, uh, and we can live without air for just a few minutes. So we realize that this body is so dependent on these elements. And, and all of the, this body is made up entirely it's a composite of elements and none of them are me or mine they're continually flowing through this open system this body is nature um, Bhikkhu Buddhadasa, just kept a contemporary Thai forest monk uh, from the 20th century. That was kept repeating that the body is nature. We somehow abstract ourselves out of nature to our peril, um, as we see from the impact of that on the earth systems. So, so the body is nature and it returns to nature. It returns, it's sustained and it returns to nature. And when we look 
at nature, when we look at the sky, when we look at trees, when we look at other animals, when we look at the earth, rivers, oceans, we're looking in a mirror. We're seeing ourselves in different forms. So this sense of being so deeply interdependent, so completely interdependent, this points to this profound teaching of the Buddha of anatta, which means not self. It's not a self. It's not a separate self. It's not a self-existing. The body is not a self-existing thing or object. It's, it co-arises. It co-arises with different factors, many, many different factors needed to support life. And so as we reflect on this, as we feel the air moving in and out of the body with each breath, and we recognize this profound interdependence and the precariousness that we share with all beings. This can open our hearts to compassion, compassion for ourselves, compassion for all beings, compassion for beings that are lacking, lacking clean air to breathe, lacking water to drink, clean water to drink or any water, lacking food. We're all part of a flow of life, which composes and continually reshapes us. And so we can just uh, reflect on this for a moment. The gratitude, the precarity, the interdependence, interconnection with all beings, with all, with all of the elements and all forms as they manifest internally and externally. And I think it brings in my reflection not only uh, compassion, also humility. The word humility itself comes from the root of earth. The sense of um, you know all of the stories that uh, that I might think about or uh, what I am or 
what I am not or what I should be. And just coming back to the simplicity of this deep interconnection with these four elements of life. Let's just take a minute to sit and breathe together. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.